gets in another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with the dish. D Book on the corner with the swish. We the Valley, hating with the dunk. Pulse rising, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the Valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the Suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. And you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship ring We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast We're calling this off-season episode 13 Fanning the Aussie Fire Because we have a couple of special <laughs> guests that we'll introduce shortly But uh, with me at the moment is uh, one of our Obviously, one of our founders of the podcast, Nate. Welcome aboard, mate. Great to have you back. You missed uh, the last couple, so good to see you. Thanks, Kev. The, hopefully, it will be a lot more consistent uh, now. Big moves have all sort of settled down now. Love it. Perfect. And uh, we'll introduce these two. I wanted to do this a little bit differently so that these guys got their opportunity to come in and shine on the Aussie Suns fans podcast. So first up, we will introduce... Of course, a regular guest of ours, sporting a man bun today um, and looking great. Thank well you. done, Justin. Thank you again for joining us. Appreciate it, boys. I always love being here. And you know what? I appreciate you appreciating the man bun because anyone who doesn't like it is just jealous of my sweet flip. I, that's simple, right? Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> and uh, it's good that you didn't fall asleep this week. Um, you, you obviously... <laughs> Cost us a pod last week, so I appreciate that you stayed awake for this one. It's not my fault you guys have to rely on me. <laughs> our, our second, uh, I'm going to take the piss out of that bun, though, like randomly through this pod, though. You're going like, to piss on my bun? Who so, so says samurai? <laughs> yeah, this is, where, this is where the difference is going to come in between our pods. <laughs> No, I think I, I, I mean it's, Take the it's, piss it's out a, of. it's a legit name of a hair hairstyle, the samurai. I think you're okay saying it. Yeah, My I half Asian side approves. How about that? That's good enough. That's possible. Now, if we don't cut, if we don't cut Justin off, I, I made a mistake by introducing him first. <laughs> it's um, true, dude. Bad otherwise, otherwise, we'll never get our guest, next guest in from the He's on Fire podcast, Coach Evan B. Thank you, first timer on the Aussie Pod. Thank you, mate, for joining us. Absolutely. Popping my cherry with you fellas. That, that's not weird at all, but I'm really happy to be here. What a really cool Phoenix Suns podcast syndicate that we kind of all got going on. You know how everybody just kind of collabs with, with each other. Really cool. So so thank you for having me on, man. This is going to be a blast. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one all week um, after Justin let us down last week. We, we almost had Evan come in and uh, save the day last week, but 
unfortunately, he was already busy. But, yeah, um, guys that are here, like, share, comment, all that sort of stuff. Uh, appreciate you joining us. We've got a number of viewers here already, so that's fantastic. Thank you for jumping in. I reckon, guys, all we need to do is get stuck straight into it. All we're going to do today is cover off, basically, with a cross pod, cover off everything that's been happening over the off-season. And let's start with the main thing, the Bobby Sava saga. Obviously, we have a lawyer here. Um, we have someone who actually knows what he's talking about in heaven. Um, and then we have Nate, who probably <laughs> still doesn't even know what happened. Um, I'm familiar. Thank you. <laughs> so obviously the findings came down. Um, I went on fanning the flames. We spoke about the findings there. Uh, happy for you guys to touch on that. You're all going to get your seven minutes of fame here to, to basically just roll out whatever you want. Uh, all the way down from the findings to Sava coming out and saying that he is ready to sell the team. So let's start off. Evan, you're a first timer. You can go first. It's been a long time coming that Bobby's going to be gone. Like th when, when that news broke, I was just getting ready to start kind of a hell day for me doing some work stuff. And man, that just put me in the greatest of moods. But regardless of all that stuff, everything that's gone on, I the, the one thing that I am a little frustrated with is the minority owners not really coming out and speaking out against it um that for, to me and it hasn't really been covered that much and justin I'm, I'm curious to hear your angle of this um and i'm talking like larry fitzgerald for example and a couple of the other guys that came out right after last year in december and they were like that's not the bob i know you know kind of like devin booker you know and then all this stuff comes out and it's silence and we still haven't heard from larry fitzgerald who was sitting next to bob i don't even know in how many games and everybody is just kind of silent on the issue, for lack of better words. You know what I mean? When it comes to the people that actually have a hand in this sale. Um, to me, when you're quiet about what's been going on in this sort of thing, um, that, that's almost worse than, than speaking out or being for whatever happened, if that makes sense. Really frustrated with Larry Fitzgerald in particular, with the minority uh, owners. And I wish they would step up and at least speak on it one way or another, at least so we know. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts on that? Because I haven't heard any podcasts, any national media really taking this angle on it. You know, it's, I mean, I've, I honestly haven't thought about that. Um, I guess the first thing I would, let's start here. Let's start here. Let's start with the not the Bobby I know thing, right? Because James Jones kind of addressed that the, uh, during media day the other day. And that's the statement that those guys made back then. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that, that it was false, right? Because James Jones Fair point. very well might not, Fair be, point. That might, not, might not be the Bob Sarver he knows. Devin Booker might not be the Bob Sarver he knows, but that's obviously what went on that's, within the organization. That's right? not going to happen with your superstar player, obviously. First, right. right. So, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, those guys have said what they said. What else can they say? I mean, do you, they need to come out and say misogyny in the workplace is bad? I mean, it's, it isn't that an understood, right? If they're going to come out, what are they going to say beyond what's already been done, what's already been said? And, and I guess that would kind of be the perspective I would look at from them. If I'm Larry Fitzgerald, 
what benefit do, do, do I get if I go out and I say racism is bad or misogyny is bad? Again, is that going to move the needle anyway for anybody? I guess with you, Evan, perhaps it would, right? Because you're sitting there waiting for him to come out and say something. But if I'm those guys, if I'm advising those guys, I'm like, you know what? You're good. Keep your mouth shut. You still have your minority stake. Something's going to happen with this team one way or the other. And that could be part of it, too. They're still sure. co-owners with Robert Sarver. And right? you're still going to make, I mean, even if you own 5% of the team, you're still going to make X amount of million, hundreds of millions of dollars anyway. So, you know what, you know, keep your mouth shut and get paid. Uh, Gavin, and what do you guys think? Well, isn't that the, uh, the best life advice ever, though? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, and I said after the investigation, after the report came down, my immediate reaction was if I'm Robert Sarver right now, I say, all right, well, I'm out. It's been it's been real. You guys got me. And the crazy thing to me too is they knew that was coming. Here, here, this comment right here. But they felt the need to say something then and not now. I didn't see it. There it is. Thank you. No, <laughs> and that's and that's fair. No, I, I mean, and if you look at it, at the end of the day, too, I can very well look at them back then saying, "Well, we're trying to protect the organization to a degree as well, right?" Mm. And at this point, too, is there anything else to is there anything else to protect? I mean, the extent of any protection has been done by Robert Sarver saying he's going to sell the team, right? That's the best case scenario we had coming out of this. And that's the thing that blows my mind, too, is Sarver obviously knew exactly what was coming in that report. They had to see this kind of backlash coming, or they should have seen this kind of backlash coming. He could have avoided that report coming out. There was a report for Dallas. Did you guys ever see it? About no, Mark no, Cuban? Never, <laughs> never got published. But Never there's been there's been rumblings in that organization a handful of times though, right? That's yeah, but that remember that story came out on SI what three years ago, whatever. That's that's all done, but it never saw the light of day because what the Mavs ended up doing was they they donated ten million dollars to charity as part of their you know of, of that investigation process. I would imagine Robert Sarver had the opportunity to say, "I'll sell the team. Don't let that report come out," and. Obviously, he didn't take that opportunity. So I always I look at that situation. I, I sit there and I think, what are the guys around Robert Sarver saying? Like, I, I if I'm his counsel, I'm 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 holding him back, trying to be like, no, 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 let's not let this report come out because it's not going to do you any favors, and it's going to go down the path we it, it did. And I think I might be the one person, and I'll stop dominating the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> that thinks that Adam Evan can kick you out at any time he wants. One hundred percent got it right. Adam Silver 100% got it right because this is this is what happens because Adam Silver got it right. Adam Silver goes with a longer suspension. It doesn't play out this way because Robert Sarver's fighting it legally. He gives a shorter suspension. Robert Sarver probably doesn't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah, I I tend to agree with that. I I think that um, Silver basically gave him what he could give him without getting caught up in any sort of legal action. Um, knowing that the pressure would come for Sarver to sell. And effectively, it made it easy for Adam Silver. And and that's that's effectively how it rolled out for the NBA. But um, let's be... Uh, look, I agree with everything that what Evan said. The minority owners came out at the start, basically supported the release that came out and said everything was made up and rubbish and all that sort of stuff. But now... Uh, effectively silent oh hold um, on though hold on i don't think the minority owners i don't think they said it was rubbish that's what jason rowley said minority owners right, said yeah. that's not the robert i know that kind of your thing. favorite yeah. person 
Oh, that, that guy. <laughs> that guy, that guy, talk about somebody that got handed a fucking golden goose laying egg and just shit the bed with it. He's, um, sure in my he's opinion, just for the record, it's an right? opinion, Humbly. not a fact. I, I, don't, I don't need the sons coming after me for fucking saying shit about him. Outside of, outside of um, when all this is done, he's got to go, right? Rally. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I'm he's, shocked he's say. not gone. It, like, it's going to be a top-to-bottom wholesale change, right? Yeah. There's there's no if and Like, Larry wouldn't, won't be a part of it unless he buys back into it. Like, it's it's a wholesale change. From what I've read, am I mistaken? Does anybody know better? I I don't think it's been said specifically, but I can't imagine being anything other than that. It makes zero sense to sell thirty five percent of the mm-hmm. team and, ha- and and leave the rest there. I mean, and for them, valuation wise, and I've heard that a lot of the and obviously people have come in over the years, but at least the folks that are part of that original group that came in with Sarver, they they had planned on being out within a decade or so they, they they saw the opportunity to 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 turn a profit and sarver wanted to stick in that's why they've stuck in so i don't know that he's going to get i don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of pushback or anything from any other owners not wanting to sell uh and also in those types of agreements you know you've got an operating agreement that's going to govern that entire organization robert sarver being kind of the spearhead of putting that all together i'm sure he as managing member which he still is technically i mean the LLC is a separate concept than this governor within the NBA, right? So he's still technically the managing member. I'm presuming that he has the authority and that capacity to basically direct the sale of the organization as a whole. That wouldn't be unusual. Uh, sure, sure. Gavin, I, I'm pushing something through to your screen if you want to uh, uh, push that out, or if not, but there it is. Among you can Phoenix do that? Sons, Larry Fitzgerald among Phoenix Suns partners who... Signed statement disputing Sarver allegations coming right. from 2021. Because that's, he said that's, that's not the Robert Sarver I know, right? Right. The, and and then them not coming out after the fact, that's the part that pisses me off. Yeah. But I mean, he comes back and says what? That's still not the Robert Sarver I, I knew. I, he would say just like James Jones said, right? I mean, and again, <laughs> I, I won't fault you for wanting the guys to say something. I'm just saying I can certainly see why they're not. And well, legally, and, they might not want to either. Again, that and, could be the yeah. that could be the biggest factor. Legally, there's, they might not want to. There's that's potentially great. um there's potentially a whole heap there that Sarva's already contacted them all and said, "Hey, I'm selling the team as a whole, um, and whoever I sell it to will I could speak to them about you getting your shares back, maintaining the the ownership that you have, but you shut up right now. You don't say anything." Not to make light of what is obviously a somewhat serious um but, goings on but goodbye. that's what we do we make lighter shit <laughs> anyone else thought about how many times bobby Savas sat back and just gone fuck thank god they didn't find that other shit <laughs> you, you, you know i absolutely I said this i said this in a he's sitting there he's got no one's talking about goats anymore are they <laughs> I, I said this in a group uh, in one of my group chats and i was like i would love to see the text messages between sarver and rowley Oh, you, know, you know, those things are just uh, gold. It's gold. <laughs> but they I probably the also funniest... are smart enough to not leave that, that, that shit out there. That's why you didn't find a smoking gun with Robert Sarver, right? You still didn't find a smoking gun. 
<laughs> or a smoking goat. <laughs> oh, we found a smoking goat. I got a bit. The funniest part for all of this was when all the James Dolan memes started up directly after Bobby got his 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 one year suspension and the, the team was getting sold. Then all the all the Knicks fans are out there. Oh shit! Is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's. Any last comments on the on the Bobby Sava saga? I, I know later on in our uh, pod, one of our thumbs up, thumbs down questions will address something a little bit further and dig a little bit further, I suppose. But uh, last comment: over three billion dollars in sale price. Easy. How, how about that? Easy. From four hundred million in two thousand four, five, six, whenever that 2004. was. Two thousand four. And now Number over three. three bills. Yeah, you took about those it, other partners that are part of the um, ownership group. They're not going to be too upset. No, they're going to make their money. They're going to make out clean. They're going to save face like none of this ever happened. And Larry Fitzgerald will still be the, the shining light in Arizona, right? Yeah, well, I think, I, well, there's clearly going to be an impact on Larry Fitzgerald for not saying anything here, surely. Nothing's come out. There's nah, been then that's been my problem is that nothing has come out there. They're not touching that, that nobody wants to rain on the golden boy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like imagine somebody raining on Luca in Dallas. No, we're not going to get into that right now. I mean, we will. We're more than happy to <laughs> rain on Luca in Dallas. <laughs> did, did Darth just put up 4.3 billion? Oh my goodness. Let he the did. bidding war this begin. Is, this is, he's, is that your first bid? Darth? Is that, yeah. Is that his opening bid? <laughs> Is that is that I, how many so donations sorry. are coming in on the Suns Jam Session podcast at the moment? I've you got like twelve hundred dollars of my shoes, Christmas man. savings I can throw in for you, Darth. <laughs> Kids don't. Oh, have I, <laughs> overrated. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our next topic: the Suns off season. So I asked this in our uh, in our podcast last week. So, but I really wanted to bring it up with you guys as well. I've got four sort of questions we'll go into, but after this one. But the first one is so five total. Early, yeah, five total. <laughs> early, early stages. Is was our off season a failure, Evan? I feel like it's still unwritten. Mm-hmm. Like even if this goes into the trading deadline, and there's some DeAndre Ayton for. Kevin Durant and LeBron James that come to Phoenix. I just feel, I feel like it's unwritten and it's still incomplete even going into the season. I've been putting off doing any type of preview show or any off season grades because it still feels incomplete. So was it a failure? I don't know yet. Is it looking that way? Yep. Well, uh, let's make it a little more cut and dry then. Um, As of right now, is it a failure? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Because you I'm still, still can't you, message feed you, still, you, you can say, okay, so you can say as of now, is it a failure? You can't really answer that still because you still don't know what the end result's gonna be. Right. So no matter how you okay, ask the so, question, I think the so Jay Carter may just change his tampon. I can I can answer it. I got I can ask the question in a different way. If we cut it off right now and say this is how we're moving forward, is it a failure? Still don't know. <laughs> I, 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 hold on, 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 hold on. 
Suns win the title this year. You're going to say this offseason was a failure? Well, when you Monday morning quarterback it. I'm just, it's just it's, that's yeah, my well, question. No, you're big. Come on, man. That's my question. Yes or no? This, this is an opinion thing, not a fact thing. Okay. Is your opinion yes or no? It's a failure if they win the championship. Well, that's not the question. That's my question. That's all I'm saying. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> no, it's not a failure if they win the championship. Okay, clearly. Perfect. So so you can't yeah. answer the question now, even if you say uh, you cut it off now. You can't answer the question now. So how about I've told this? you before, I've told you before about coming on the Aussie Sounds Fans podcast <laughs> and trying to be a fucking lawyer. Ask it this way. If the world ends today, was it a failure? Then you can answer it. Okay. The world oh, ends today. My whole life was a fucking failure. Damn. Amen. <laughs> As was here's, the Suns offseason then. Here, here's, here, here's my thing. It's, it's twofolds. One, I do like that we re-signed DeAndre Ayton. He's staying, and, and we'll get into his shenanigans on mini day if you want. But the fact is, is that he is a talented seven-foot dude <laughs> with shoes on, of course. Seven feet with shoes. And he can really unlock a lot of things for us. I don't think anybody can debate that. We can talk about his aggressiveness, lack of dunks, whatever. We can talk about that, right? The problem that we all have is Chris Paul and Devin Booker are still our main ball handlers, right? Everybody has question marks about campaign, and we did nothing to upgrade a third ball handler. Uh, shot creator, shot maker, a Jordan Clarkson. I wasn't huge on Jordan Clarkson, but I talked myself into him. But we did not make that move. And that was something we have desperately needed. It got, it, it was out in front for everybody to see against the Bucks in the finals. And it was clearly that way when Book was out against New Orleans. And then we all know what happened against Dallas. That is why it's a failure to me. It's like James Jones knowing we need size going into the 2021 NBA Finals or, or that whole playoff run. Everybody knows it, but sure, let's keep Dario as our backup five and not improve inside at all. It's it's like that same thing. And then all of a sudden we get JaVale and Biz, and it's like, oh, look how good this works out. Go figure. So not improving a glaring, glaring need is an absolute failure. But then again... We did get DeAndre Ayton. We kept the core there. I like Cam Johnson. I'm very intrigued with Ish Wainwright and Josh Okoge and, and what they can do. I'm very intrigued with that. I think Ish Wainwright, um, man, I wish I had some like fire thing going off right now. I think Ish Wainwright could have a better career than Jay Crowder when it's all said and done. Woo. I, like I, I tell you three people that definitely say this Suns offseason wasn't a failure. Josh Okoge, Jock Landau, and Damian Lee. They're pretty fucking happy with that turned out. True, absolutely. One thing you mentioned, Dario. Did, didn't didn't that uh, Buck series turn when he went down? Yeah, it did. We were, we were no, we 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 won that game. We won the next game. Yeah, we did win the second game. Yeah, and he, he went down in game one. We won that game. game. We won game two, and then we we lost four in a row. And right? it and it looked like we didn't even need him though after game two, right? Okay. But well, I mean, did it? Because oh, absolutely. After like game two, like, after I, game two, after I think that's two? because after just because we lost badly. No, no, no. That was game three. We won the first two games going up 2 0. It looked like no, we didn't even miss I'm them fully at all. aware because I was going to game four if it was a closeout, which it was very much not. Ugh. <laughs> so, Ugh. my my question, my question on the back of your comments there, Evan, is uh, 
okay, you see it as a failure, but was a lot of the focus on the KD thing um, and that took away from extra opportunities, I suppose? I, okay, so reports came out, and this is, in my opinion, what we have to play it after, is James Jones said, we talked to them, they said no, we moved on, we didn't talk to them again, right? And that happened the, the first day. And we kind of have to go on that level. And if that's what really happened, then you you almost can't ask that question because they clearly yeah, were had, looking at other things, other right? Yeah. But I think it clouded all of our minds collectively. And it may be we were wanting bigger things than we could really get. And we weren't focused on realistic opportunities. And honestly, maybe they're just all about internal development because this is the first time since the bubble that everybody gets a legitimate off season. What yeah. does that look like for the team? What does a legitimate four month off season look like for Cam, Mikel, DA, Booker? Actual Dude, player Booker, progression. Season actual season. player progression and not yeah. just worn the hell out and tired. Like, Man, Booker could get 28 to 30 points per game, man. He's going to, by the end of the year, Booker's going to be number three in, in the franchise scoring mark. Number three, mm. all time. So what does that do for everybody? And they get to sit and stew on what happened for four months, whether they had COVID or not. I think that's going to help them more than anything. Whether they that, had COVID or not? <laughs> whether they had COVID during game seven, if they want to use that excuse. Or if that's actually what happened, um, they had four months to stew in it. I, yeah, didn't well, I, was, I didn't realize there were questions about whether that was the case, but yeah, huh? it's. Um, I think we'll touch on that more when we get into media day and everything else. So, um, I, we mentioned Jay Crowder a couple of times in there. What happens? Mm -hmm. What happens with Jay Crowder from here? Like, obviously, we all know he wants out. He's um, he's no longer well. He's not not showing up to training camp what happens from here what is it that we're going to bring back in what are we looking to bring back in off the back of jay crowder and are we in a position where we will say well we're just going to hold on to you until we get something we want yeah look james jones doesn't just do shit for the sake of doing shit so to my point before about the offseason being a failure or not doesn't it all depend on the attitude jay crowder takes if he steps onto the court to play game one if he steps on and he switches out of the, the tantrum mode and just says, you know what, I'm still getting paid my 10 million bucks this season. It's guaranteed money. I'm going to be a businessman. I'm going to turn up and play the fucking game. I mean, if he does that, then it's still a win. It's, I think his, his attitude is all important when it comes to game one, whether or not he shows up to training camp or not. Yeah, no, they're going to move him. I think they're going to move him. I, what they're going to move him for, I don't know, but... What would you like him to move him for? What would I like Jay, him to move for? Jay Crowder uh, for Kelly Oubre. Who says no? SGA. I, I heard. I, heard I, say, I say SGA. fucking no. If any, like, I don't want to put Sun's Twitter offside, but if any fucking more people put Kelly Oubre for Jay Crowder on fucking Twitter, I'm going to lose my shit. Have people yeah. done that? I haven't seen I've that seen at all. I've seen it three times already. Oh, like, I got really it. triggered. I'm pretty sure Evan was joking, but <laughs> okay. I had no idea. I, I mean, I was, I was still times. joking, but yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I only say that because uh, James Jones now has a history of wanting to bring back players: Tory Craig, Frank Kaminsky, yeah. etc. What's Frank up to? Where's he? Atlanta. He, yeah, come on. Man. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's How gonna kill I it with Kevin Herter and company quick. over there. 
Now I do I do see this one and we we bought this up from from Voida. Don't suggest Jay <laughs> leaving could someday lead to SGA. Twitter will fucking murder you. Um, this is we've actually bought this up on our pod the last couple of weeks. Is um, that's that's something that I'd love to see is SGA and oh, yeah. every everybody's bought it up. We've heard about it, but realistically, to get an SGA, all we're trading Jay for is a first rounder, yeah, because we just want to add value to what package we can send out. Somebody going to give you a first rounder for Jay? Maybe not now after he's been a piece of shit and destroyed us. <laughs> no, but I mean, even before. Mm, no. Surely. If somebody gives up a first rounder, somebody that has a lot of picks, by all means. Yeah. Take Thunder, that, take right. that Why in the a heartbeat. fuck would the Thunder give up SGA, though? Uh, the they're taking <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think we need a wing. I think we need another ball handler. Yeah, it's an interesting one, the whole wing debate, isn't it? It's um we 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 did bring a couple of low contracts in for the wing, clearly. Um, but the ball handling is a standout issue. It was last hey, season. Look, you know, I'll say honest. this though. I feel like are y'all giving up on campaign? Y'all done with them? No, uh, I gave I gave up on him at the start of last year. So Yeah, yeah I was gonna um, say that process is well over. Yeah. I I, I very much question him as a player right now like i mean that that was a very very poor season that he put together after what the second game of the season when he's doing like in the lakers game it was yeah, all downhill so, from there so he oh avoid he went this down with injury he went what down with injury done? twice last year right <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that's brilliant that is magnificent just in time um, Go, Justin. But did so, and maybe memory serves me wrong. Campaign went down with injury last year. Came back, was a little lackluster. Started building things back up again. Got got hurt again. Went out. Right? Am I remember that correctly? Correct. Wasn't he? Did he correct. miss two stints of play last year because yeah, of injury? You're, you're probably right, but I honestly cannot remember. Yeah. Okay. And 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 assuming I'm right, and if I'm not, then this is a completely pointless conversation. I, I and this maybe goes back to the we have an actual off season. You know, we get time to rest up, we get time to heal up, get a full season out of him, get full full health out of him. Maybe we see that campaign we saw during the finals run year, right? Because that was a completely different play. That's a guy that looked like a guy who was not only a serviceable backup, but was making strides to start be the right? heir of Chris Paul, right? People, well, yeah, well, his were performance, his performance in that Lakers series when. Chris Paul had COVID was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And didn't what what was it the the Denver series he got hurt in during the finals run year too? And and I remember thinking that was going to be dramatically bad. Also might be making it up. You guys are all looking like that didn't happen. Maybe it didn't. I don't, I'm not sure I don't if he it... missed games in the playoffs. Let me look. I'll him. look. Somebody Maybe else talk because I've been talking a lot. I'll look. <laughs> Um, we preface so, the show with that happening. <laughs> so we've got to uh, trade Jay to an to take an unwanted contract to New York, and a first, which they tried to get rid of the contract. Um, I have no idea what Thrace is. Thrace the first with I think multiple he means trade. For SBA, yeah, trade. Twitter hates you. Um, <laughs> I do a great oh, look. To be honest, is um, Twitter hates you. Cam, Cam Reddish is in New York, isn't he? And mm-hmm. he just got there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the one I actually like, and I bought it up last week. 
a first in Cam Reddish to New York. Take uh, they could take Jay. Um, I, I think Jay, Cam Reddish should be a nice little fit. <laughs> if I may, if I may, I want to know. Would you guys? Would you guys hate it if we sent Jay Crowder and throw in whoever the hell else you want to at that point for like Derek Rose? Is it? Is it? I mean, at least similar, he could stop, it, he could stop killing the stunts somehow. <laughs> is it similar to bringing in a Kemba Walker on a um, mm. veteran? I don't. Mac I've Indian never hated or... the idea of bringing him in. I've never hated that. But didn't he? He got bought out, right? Or is going to? And he's going to. He's, he's, he's gonna going to be bought out. So yeah, we, yeah. don't we have our middle? We have our mid-level exception. I think after getting bought out, that would be a more appropriate type of use for the MLE, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I think we have it. Look, those types of guys, I I certainly wouldn't have a problem taking like a flyer on, right? I mean. What's his reputation like though? Why not? Who's Kemba? No, Derek Rose. Fuck Kemba. Um, Because, yeah, he he kind of upsets shit everywhere he goes. Not not to the level that like Kyrie upsets shit, but he – he did in Houston. He, 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 he did in, I, I, in New York. He wanted to be he's the man. Oh, he wasn't he's he's kind of over that, right? Like, I mean, after he scored like the 50 points when he was in Minnesota and the tears were flowing, everybody was kind of yeah. rooting for him. He goes to New York and he's the one that's finishing games now with Julius Randle and company the year that they went to the playoffs. And um, he just has the in- injury history. That's that's the thing. But I mean, you can say that about anybody. Look at Saquon Barkley in the NFL. I don't know if you guys are NFL guys, but Saquon Barkley hasn't been able to play for three goddamn years. And then all of a sudden this year, he's number two running back. So like, yeah. Yeah. who with injuries, who who the hell knows? Well, look, I, I, I wouldn't be against Derek Rose because he could still play the game. I mean, he proved that in New York last year. And if he's coming off the bench... And well, let's be honest, if we can carry Chris Paul, Derek Rose through the season um, with Cameron Payne stepping in and filling those other minutes during the regular season, of course, we can get those through healthy into the playoffs. It's a pretty damn good one-two punch coming off, like from a ball control perspective. Um, Chris Paul starting and uh, Derek Rose coming off the bench. I, I do wonder if there would ever be a way we could get TJ McConnell from Indiana. I love TJ because you. I know because you're an Arizona guy, but you know what? We're not talking about the wild, the wild rats <laughs> right now. <laughs> I also love him as an NBA player, but that doesn't hurt. I I, I think a, a guy like TJ McConnell would be awesome. He's making about two million dollars less than Jay Crowder. He was on the block last year after being signed to a four year extension. He's got three years left. Something like that is, that is intriguing. That's not what Indiana are looking for in their lineup now, is it? Let's be honest. It, but it's an expiring contract for them. Mm. Yeah. But it's, I guess we don't we don't know what they want. They're trying to trade uh, Miles Turner now and all that stuff. What was the last Bleacher Report post? Was they're willing to get rid of um, Turner and Buddy Hield to LA for picks? I just get him. Yeah, him yeah there you go. What, what are they left shows with? They're in rebuild. Yeah, they're they're. <laughs> I got their. They're left with Tyrese Halliburton and Chris Duarte. And Voida going, Voida going all Australian here. <laughs> Good man. Boyd's not here to do it. Somebody had to bring, bring him and, back. And we're now ticking the box. For and, and Ty Jerome is now going to be made available. How about that? How about we Actually, bring Ty Jerome back? Hey, hey, why not? I like Ty Jerome. 
How about we? How about we not rebuild the, like the 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 the, <laughs> the, the biggest failure in nineteen games? How about we do that? Let's bring Let's bring Ty Jerome Kelly Uber. Where's Dragon uh, Bender at these days? Is Ricky Is Ricky Rubio available? Let's bring him back too. Um, See, and just it, it's it. frustrating because a guy like oh who was it? Uh, a guy like Monty Morris was available for trade last year. You know. Um, he's on the Wizards now. Like Mon- See, I Monty really Morris. like Monty Morris. Really that like that him. somebody like that would have been awesome. I would have I would have traded Campaign and Jay Crowder for Monte Morris, but you yep. know here we are. Uh, Coda kid, we can't do trades with Indiana for a year, only if it's DeAndre Ayton. I completely Corey. forgot about that. Thanks for screwing it up, Pacers. So uh, yeah, uh, no, but only if it involves DeAndre. Yeah, it's just just DA. We could we could still trade um, anyone else. We just can't, can't trade DA. Who can we get from the Pelicans to get Jay Crowder on the Pelicans? Brandon Ingram. It'll happen by uh, by the halfway mark of next year. Uh, we'll trade Jay now for a first round pick. I've decided. Uh, <laughs> Larry we'll Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. Let's go straight up. All I hear are birds. Yeah. No um, one's saying no, though. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It's a bit of a thinker. And still no comment. What, what else is on the agenda there, Gav? <laughs> uh, no, we're, just, we're talking absolute shit here. I love it. I love it, though. Uh, <laughs> next up, Cameron Johnson. Does he get extended? Don't we ask this question every week? Well, I, I haven't been asking it, but I've been well, listening. I haven't asked literally asked the question. Oh, I haven't right. asked these <laughs> Cameron yeah, Johnson, Jets doesn't think, get extended. I think, I think he will. I think he will. I think they're going to, just like Mikhail got extended, I, I don't see why they wait with him. There's no reason to wait like they did with DA. They're not going to save money by waiting. They're only risking having to pay more. Uh, and ideally, they'd have to pay more, right? So pay, pay him what you think he's worth now. Get him wrap, get him locked up, and and let's 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 roll. Let's get this fucking season started. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> surely, I'm ornery. Sure. Yeah. They've got surely some Aussies he, to be. Um, yeah, surely yeah dude, just, I'm going. Um, Adelaide, Adelaide 36ers. I ain't missing that. Hey, Let's we'll go. talk about that later. Um, the, uh, the, I, hear they have the Philippi- I hear they have a Filipino on their team. I'm stoked. <laughs> That's just the fluffer. Evan, Evan, surely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Evan, surely uh, he gets a contract similar to Macau. They better do it now. Literally, give them the same one. They're twins, right? Give them the. They better do it now before he pops off for sixteen to eighteen points per game on 50, 40, 90 shooting splits. They better do it now. Yes, sir. And uh, and I think I think by moving him into into the starting lineup, um, that that possibility is extremely high. What? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's it. Yeah. How, how much do you think he can average per game? He was averaging sixteen point eight as a starter last year with multiple start like Booker and Chris Paul and stuff were out, right? Yeah. How many? What? I mean, what can he average? I mean, he can easily get two to three, maybe even four three pointers a game, right? I mean, get to the free throw line once, once or twice. Yeah. What can he legitimately average next year? Me personally, I think he can average between. 14 and 16, I, I think is where he'll sit. Um, if he can get up around the six to seven rebounds a game, I think that's more important um, at times because 
well, I'm not. Let's not talk about our rebounding woes just yet. But um, I, I think that's really important because even with Jay in the starting lineup last year, three to four rebounds a game from your power forward, it's a concern. So we need to we need to get a power forward in. And Cam's got hops; he could surely get sort of up around that six to seven rebounds per game. Nate, what do you think? No comment. I'm just going to join my point. Let uh, Justin fight the urge to talk. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> All right. Next subject before Justin gets to talking. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's talk. Let's Just, talk. Justin, Justin how, how many how many points do you think Cam Johnson can get per game next year? Eighteen. That's where I'm sitting at. I want to say sixteen on the low side, but something tells me eighteen. Do I, I I I want Cam the the Cam Johnson we saw against the Knicks every game, but like half of it because I think he scored thirty four that game. So you know. But that's the guy. I mean, that's the guy. I think. Give me that assertive, angry because he took a knee from Julius Randle early in the game. Cam Johnson that just puts his head down, is aggressive. I dude, I love that kid. I love Cam Johnson. Love. Oh, so, are you talking about these coming as additional points or by increased effectiveness, or is he taking them from somebody else? He's gonna get minutes. He's, He's taking get them from the Chris Paul. We don't need Chris Paul oh, okay. shooting shit. <laughs> All right. Um, but, but I mean, he is okay. So last year he averaged 26 minutes. He should be getting 32, 34, 35 minutes this year, right? Playing as a starter. He averaged 12.5 last year. I'm, I'm leaning towards the 18 would just like Justin is. I, I think an extra five and a half points over eight, nine minutes. I think that's absolutely doable for him. Hey, MIP. Suns never win those awards. Come on, man. Well, he was in the running for the six man. He finished second. Fair point. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah. There's going to be like some random dude like Poku comes up and averages 20 or something. Right. Some guy that averaged like two points a game last year or some shit too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson will be the flashy pick for that. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. All right, hey, Gav, let's talk. Before let's... you move on, Gav, yes. you've got to address some of the, the questions in the chat here. The same questions popped up about five times. Who's recording in an Avery? That's me. So I'm for everyone at sun... home, Gav records outside. Gav records I'm outside so that my kids don't take over the recording. But not only that, the sun is out for the first time in about six months in Melbourne. And it's beautiful out here. I've got a beautiful view. So if you don't like the birds, stiff shit. It's Australia. That's, what we're <laughs> That's it. You say stiff shit. Yeah, stiff, stiff shit. Yeah. Stiff, like yeah, huh? stiff, like sounds stiff, like, like it's old and hard shit. <laughs> yeah, like pain. That sounds painful. Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, well, we are addressing yeah. stuff in the feed too. I were, there, there was a lot of uh, love for my absence uh, or for me being back earlier on, which I want to say thank you for. Even the comment about me stealing someone's wife. I'm really not sure that that what that was getting at, but uh, thank you. <laughs> Voider, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure any of those uh, little emojis are Australian birdies. But... I'm pretty sure that's like a bald, that's a bald eagle. I think, yeah. There's totally bald oh, eagles in Australia. This one, maybe. This one, maybe. It's, yeah. uh, let's talk about our wins and our outs. Um, so, obviously, we've brought in uh, Damian Lee. Who else did we bring in? Kogi. Damian Lee, Akogi. Dwayne Washington Jr. 
Jacques Landel. Jacques. Uh, I think I've got something here. Let's have a look. Here we go. Jacques Day, Josh Akogi, Dwayne Washington Jr., JaVale McGee, Aaron Holiday, Alfred Payton, Gonski. I like how I like you. I like how you still had the spell correct on there with Javale's name. That was that was cute. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Uh, it gives me so much joy to see Peyton's name on that list. It really what, does. What do we What do we think about our wins, guys? How much impact are any of those wins really going to have on this squad next season? Uh, let's go, with, Evan. You can kick it off. I, I'm I'm more curious to hear you guys about Jock Landell and if he's a guy that can that can come in and actually give us minutes. Can he come in and give eight to 12 spot minutes? Is he going to be a player where when the lineup doesn't work and, and biz sits Jock comes in? Cause according to the PHNX podcast and um, uh, Gerald Borgay, people are kind of looking at Jock as the backup five and not biz. I that was reported Jock. just a couple days ago. So, so talk about Jock. Where is, where is he from? What's his, what's his average and all that you got, you guys know all this stuff, don't you? Well, I've yeah, actually so, watched okay. him play in the NBL. And that's why because I watched him slaughter my Brisbane Bullets. Yeah, he played he played on the Australian team against the US when they came out and did that exhibition game at uh, Marble Stadium. And he and was playing he was yeah, he, he was, was playing overseas in Europe and then came back to play on that squad and then got a contract in the NBL straight after. And within two years, he's got an NBA contract. So with the Spurs, I love him. He played he played some really really good minutes with the Spurs as well. And uh, look. I've described him earlier on and, and we had discussions with other guys who've sent me messages and stuff like that. Um, he's the Aussie Frank Kaminsky. So he can rebound the ball. He's, oh. he, he hustles. He can spread the floor. He can score at the rim. He's He's got the ability to really add a lot of value to the Suns lineup. And... Uh, as a backup five, the, the the first off the bench to replace Biz, maybe not yet. I think it'll. I think we might see a lot over the preseason that'll decide how many minutes Jock actually gets in this lineup. I know so, the book came book came out and said he's really enjoyed, yeah. um, really enjoyed playing with him so far in the scrimmages. So it'll be interesting. Uh, Nate, you were saying that he he was a. A killer down in the NBL. Was he? Mm-hmm. I mean, was he taking dudes off the dribble? Was he pick and pop? Was he just hitting open shots? What 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 was he doing that 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 was fascinating about his game to you? It didn't do the same thing every time. He really did have a, a big arsenal where he could tear us apart, and he had great teammates. Let's see, he was on the best team in the league. Okay, so he, but he would pull up for three, no problem at all. He would post up and just dominate. He was huge dunking. <laughs> Suck my joke. Voider is on fire. Who the chat tonight? I'm really excited to I see what his draft like, He's a fun though. player. He's not one like dimensional and he has impact. Void, are you drunk? Seem drunk. Well, it is an Aussie pod. I mean, me and Gab are working on it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. This is my third tonight. So, cheers. Hey, did you guys see the uh, video that Bally Sports Arizona put up where they had all the guys? Describe their game in one word. No, I haven't. No, seen guess what Jock's word was. I'm intrigued. Oh, Call I need guesses in. first. Oh, uh, uh, porn star. I don't know. Did you say porn star? 
Polling stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's not a bad guess, actually. Efficient. <laughs> we're, we're getting colder. <laughs> Shit. You're getting warmer. <laughs> His word was terrible. terrible. Oh, really? It's fucking great. They closed with that, too. It's fantastic. You should watch it. You should watch it That's... because DeAndre DeAndre Ayton's answer made it move. I'll say that. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Just you can't lay the hanging now. Yeah. Oh no. Yes, I can. Bally I do what sports. I want. Got it. I'm not going to be rallying the Bally and Valley or whatever they said anymore. So I re would really appreciate it if you told us exactly what he said, Justin. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, no, because you have to watch him say it because the way Con he delivers it is important. It's important. It's important. Right. Polished. Well, DeAndre Ayton said polished, didn't no, he? No, he said, well, I'll tell you what he said. If you promise sure me, we'll you'll still watch it. it so you can see we'll the delivery. Definitely still watch okay. it. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Revengeful. Ooh. Ooh. See, I thought he so, would be like, is that a word? Something kind of transition. Ooh. <laughs> is revengeful a word? Yeah, no, I guess it's. All not. right. Well, I came out on Twitter about a month ago and I said, Congrats. Like, I want to. Oh, well, 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 thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. We all went there. We all did it. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> I wanted a revenge season from the Suns. And everyone was like, that's what last year was supposed to be. And I was like, fuck, you're right. Yeah, it kind of was. But Can't yeah. every season be a revenge season? If you never yeah, win the right. championship, yeah, you can. <laughs> so then here we are. I would, support say, your I, would say, I would say this is far more of a revenge season than last season. Based on the outcomes of the two prior seasons, if that makes sense. Was it this season, that? This season surely this season surely is more this season surely is more more of a second more. Like, what oh back to that guy yeah. back to that who would have thought who would have thought that would happen on the Aussie Suns fans podcast well, yeah, we go. breaking news breaking news Jesus breaking I type I see what happens when you go on Twitter what the this season, surely, would Evan, be more... Evan, Evan's, we sign off this. Evan's like, I got a lot of new followers. <laughs> Anything for the podcast, baby. Hey, Anything guys, for the podcast. Are you, any of you guys watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Like, episode two, when 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 the bar... No, episode one? Maybe episode one. One, or the, one of the first two episodes that they did where they turned the bar into a gay bar, but, like, unknowingly. And then yeah. they're, like, counting all the money. And they're like, it was fantastic. Anyway, see? There you go. Yeah, there you go. We should probably move on. This this is what happens when we get a GCU supporter, trying, a University of Arizona supporter. This is what happens. I've tried. I've tried this. I've tried this four times, and Justin's coming hey, off all four. You so started this, Evan. Oh, okay, five times. Five times. It's, um, this this season is surely more of a <laughs> more of a revenge season than the season before. Now, hate you guys. If you if you hey, look we, at can, hey, can you make that a drop by the way and send it to me? That'd be fantastic. I think I, I, think I can. I think I can. Um, First I, banning the flames drop ever. There it is. There it is. The um, the season before, nobody expected us to make it to the NBA finals. So yes, it technically could have been a revenge season, but still, even after making the the NBA finals, no one gave us half a shout in hell um, to make the finals last year. Turns out they were right. But the way it all ended last year, this season is, to me, feels like 
far more of a revenge season than what last season did. Absolutely. I mean, who here is still hurt by that game seven loss and who here sees something on Twitter with Dallas and Luca and doesn't just want to throw the oh. phone across the fucking room? I'll I'm, keep actually, saying, oh, I'm, I'm actually once, okay with it. You are not a true up, Suns fan. That's, one that's keeps false. popping up now about what Luca does to Phoenix and and it makes it, it infuriates me. I, I'm still not over it. It makes me so mad. I'm Look, not at the, end of the, day, at the end of the day, if, if if fans in Dallas and fans in Golden State want to celebrate COVID like it's a good thing, that's their prerogative. I'm just not a terrible person. Hold on, man. <laughs> we would have celebrated like fuck if we had a won anything. Big middle oh, finger to Dallas. But but we we didn't we wouldn't need COVID. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. What about the outs? How much impact are those outs going to have on us? So Javale McGee played off the court obviously, in the playoffs, um, and then recruited by the side that played him off the court. Um, That's the bit that pisses me off to this day. I still It rubs me the wrong way that he went to that team. I think it's funny. It's and then, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure JaVale yeah. is Steve Nashing them like he did, like Nash did to the Lakers back in the day. Espionage. Bring, bring back Shaq and a fool because it, but he's going to highlight it. But they don't have a second ball handler now. They don't have Jalen Brunson. That's It doesn't matter what no, JaVale does. They don't have that. And they have guys – they added Christian Wood. They added – I like Christian Wood, by the way. I think Christian Wood to that addition is is great until Luka gets in foul trouble or something, right? Like, yeah. who's going to be handling the, the ball and gonna, playmaking? They're going to start him on the bench behind JaVale. <laughs> Who, Luka? No, uh, Christian Wood. <laughs> They, they they said it on media. No, we, 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 can I, gonna... I guess if we want to answer the question, we lost nothing as far as I'm concerned. So, I mean, nothing. I thought Biz played better than JaVale when Biz was in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I love, and don't get me wrong. So, I love you think we lost, I love JaVale's You think we lost nothing. Now, yeah. now, you think we lost nothing. If we're talking about, um, we're talking about, Aaron Holiday, who was apparently going to be our savior in the playoffs if we had a played him. If we're we, being honest, we would have won the NBA title. It's yeah, amazing yeah. how much Without everyone question. knows about basketball players that Monty does, and it's phenomenal to me. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and of course, we lost our backup, backup point guard in Alfred Payton. Once he cut Ooh. his hair, he wasn't the same. Once he could see the hoop, his <laughs> skills diminished. Right. How crazy is that? Wait, First wait, time he had ever. skills to start with? He was well, fast. They, they diminished, whatever they were. Like it's technically anything Hold you on. can call it a skill. Remember when, we, poorly. Re, remember when we first brought him in and he, like, for the first 12, 15 games, nearly averaged a triple-double? Not like the very first time. Like in 2016 when we had nobody else on the team and nobody was watching? Yeah. 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 Thank you. No, I don't remember. I wasn't watching. (laughs) (laughs) That's when we started our podcast. Think about that insanity. All right. And I'm uh, sure sure the topic on one of those podcasts was, is Alfred Payton the savior at point guard? And then the next episode you talked about (laughs) Anthony Melton. Let's go back and listen to how much I love Josh Jackson. No, don't because. Oh, Jesus. It was a lot. 
drink. Everyone, he said Josh Jackson, drink. And look, here's one thing that you always get from me. You'll, you'll get consistency from me. If you're wearing a Suns uniform, I'm going to find a way to love you, okay? <laughs> there are exceptions. Luckily, luckily, not one has yet crossed in an actual uniform, so I'm good there. Nor I think, is not giving think up. Ooh, hold on. Did you or did Ford you not, not root for Robert Ory when he was a son? Oh, I yeah, know. I guess I, I mean, I would think that I did because I was a child. Yeah. And you know what? Same. I'll say this. That's a good hey, defense. You know You're a child. I don't know. I, I don't know that I've even shared this on our <laughs> podcast before. So I don't know if you guys know. I've, I've exchanged some DMs with Robert Ory because. Yes, you have. Is he in legal to, trouble? Because, no, because of the whole, <laughs> the whole Steve Nash apology thing. When I, yeah. when I did the cameo, I assumed he wouldn't do it. So I, his DMs are open on Twitter. So I DM'd him. And I was like, so you're not going to do my cameo request, huh? And then he replied to me like a few days later and said, sorry, it was the anniversary of my daughter's death the other day. So I've been a little tied up. And I was immediately like, I'm a dick. But then he actually, <laughs> we started talking, he started telling me about, it. we exchanged a little bit about it. I did a little research on it. And he was on the PHNX pod and talked about yeah. it. it uh, dude, that guy, I, I hate that I like him now. Like, the person, like you he's can, a good dude, like and you know that's the thing. So can you hate somebody for stuff on the court well, actually, and hate them for off the court or vice versa? Is that possible? Yeah, I think you can. I'm, and you know what? Yes, you can, because it's called compartmentalizing, right? Hmm. I loved Brett Favre for what he did on the field. I sure hate him now, right? The the what is the the. Uh, Oh, what kind of fund was it? Whatever type of fund it was, right? The 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 fraud, the charity fraud that he's uh, engaging do, in. Yeah, it's not. not do the these best. Gu- do these guys know about football? It's like Australian rules football, like with the same ball, but you have to throw it, totally and pass it behind you, and stuff. Uh, it is a completely different shit game. In it is absolutely nothing like Australian rules football. In Australia, <laughs> only the fans wear pads. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. That, that's from. That's from necessary roughness in case you children don't don't know the movie. <laughs> All right, Captain Keith. What are we talking about? Robert Ory Australian Rules Football. Oh, yeah. and by the way, for real though, if anybody is interested, go go look up Robert Ory. They, they've got a foundation. Go donate. Good cause. It, it's actually Agreed. really sad what happened to him, but yeah. Absolutely, it is. And he was great on the PHNX pod, too, by the way. It's, I almost started to like him. Uh, any further moves that we're going to make before this season starts off? Yes. Not now. We have 15 players now. I think we're going to wait for the MLE. I think we'll move Jay, so. I hope so. Before Why? the season starts? It, what, because he had the tantrum and he's tried to push his way out? No, no, I think there's an understand I think there's an understanding that the team is willing to move him. Like they're they're ready to move him. I so and, when and they, here's, when here's, they here's didn't offer I'll him say, the extension he wanted, that was the agreement. Here's here's what I'll say is I and this may be based off of information, may not be. You guys decide what 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 you want to think, right? I understand that everything's been amicable between the Suns and Jay. It, it's not like there's any hard feelings. It's all professional. Now, obviously, he's lashed out on Twitter, what have you. 
Jay is going to be Jay, but I, I don't think the Suns are, you know, pulling. And here's the thing. I hate the idea that people think that that really killed his trade value. You really don't think the other NBA teams already knew that Jay wanted out. Come on. No, of course he wanted out. He's, he's been asking for a while. Sure. Right. And plus, plus again, what value was there anyway? But I think, like I said, I think they'll move them. What they're going to move okay, them for, so who it, knows? But I think they have to. Hang on, then. So at least you, you said there was it was agreed. It was amicable, or it was it was said that it was going to happen, right? So why go and have a bitch? Why go and whinge to the media and blast out? Because he wanted to be traded by now, dude. That's Jay. He wanted to be gone by now. The same that's reason why. that the same reason he fucking salsa danced in the middle of a playoff game, dude. Like this, that's why. That's why. Yeah, okay. Jay, take it. And no, we do not have a YouTube channel because that's way too. I was going to say, can, no. can you answer that one just quickly? Because no. otherwise, I'll forget. Um, and my and my co-hosts are I, 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 dude, I think it's obvious that Jay wanted out from day one or day two when they told yeah. him. Yeah. And the Suns haven't done anything, and he's like, "All right, fuck this, trade me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do something about it." Yeah. I, I just, I, like I just think that that's what happened. Um, be, literally before, just like two K. <laughs> before before you move on, I think Dwayne Washington Jr. is going to be a very underrated signing. I don't think he's going to get a lot of playing time. To be honest, I mean he might spot, not even spot start. He's going to spot seventh man, like if Book has to go out for a game or two or something like that. And the fact that he's from Grand Rapids too, I think is very underestimated. I lived in Michigan for eight years. My whole family's from there, played high school basketball up there. It's actually a very close, tight-knit culture in these towns. Uh, Saginaw, for example, Saginaw, Michigan, where Jason Richardson and Draymond Green are from. Mm -hmm. You go to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Chris Kamen's from there. Obviously, uh, Book and Dwayne Washington. Monte Morris is from there. Uh, Xavier Tillman, there's a handful of guys that are from there. And I think that's a really like having somebody from your hometown, you know, next to you. Like I, I've always lived away from Phoenix my adult life. So whenever I find somebody that's a Phoenix fan, I'm like, what's up, man? Let's go. Let's have drinks. You, you know, and I'm feel? always excited to see them because it's somebody that, you know, and Dwayne Washington came up and he said he used to be a Pistons fan. Book has said like that his favorite team was the 2004 2005 whatever the the with the, the, the Wallace right, brothers right. like Wallace brothers, so they yeah. have things in common i think having that for booker is actually really underrated more so than i think than having tyler Eulis back in the day who was his best friend at the time confirmed unconfirmed i don't know justin you're about to say it's, something yeah it, it goes beyond just being good for book like they know each other know each other their families know each other they, that yeah. that connection is not just by city it's it's a true connection so right yeah, it's it's like book talked recently. I think about how he, you know, knew Washington when he was growing up and what have you. And and I'm with you. I I like I, I like that signing. Um, I think I said on our pod that he was perhaps going to be my irrational son's crush for the year. I think that might actually turn to Jock Landale now. Just that's you know. cute. Well, no, I mean, hey, don't hey, don't because hey, uh, we sent him the we sent him the link. We sent Jock the link, and he's still not here. So. Well, no. well, maybe you should stop calling him a piece of shit publicly and he'd come on your Thanks. podcast. That's Thank to be you. the problem. Just say, just say. Show him some love. That was that was accidental. I you know, John, if, I dropped out at a bad time. Fanning the Flames does not think you're a piece of shit. We think you're a fantastic Australian and really admired the work you did at St. Mary's College. Can I come be a guest on your show? West Coast, West Coast Conference School, I know it. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, Justin, Voida, I'll come be a guest on your show when you get him on. All right? Voida, Tyler, Tyler <laughs> useless. Do you forget that this man hit a like a game winner in a summer league game or something like that? Come on, man. He hit one against Boston at home, didn't he? He did, yes. Like, at, Why is Voida not on this? At his home, Peter. like on 2K? He's, no, come on. You didn't. You don't remember him hitting the game winner? Chocolate <laughs> <laughs> number one. No, I actually, yeah. don't, I actually don't remember him hitting. <laughs> I don't. Oh. All right, uh, but I'm old. I, I, real quick, I just had a spider about this big just crawl right behind my base traps there. So this is going to be fun later. Awesome, base awesome. Trap. You had a baby spider. A, yeah, a baby spider. <laughs> that's not a. In, that's not in a Australia, knife. That's this a, is a knife. In, in Australia, that's a baby. <laughs> Uh, this will be fun. All right. I can't wait to see what happens next. Suns media day. Let's let's keep moving. We're, Jesus, we're an hour in and we're getting we love media it. day we now. Love media day. <laughs> Almost caught uh, up. I know. I know. Voida was at media day. I'm sure we'll see some comments about it. Um, <laughs> actually, before we do, Tyler shot helped the Suns win one of their 19 games that year. Yes, it did. Um, Suns media day. What were your thoughts on uh, Suns media day, Evan? Just, ugh. can we just not? <laughs> that that's what it was. Can we just not have to go there? Like everything was so vague. It was all within contest. It's like watching a Fox reality show when they show all these <laughs> stunning reactions, but really it's footage that's taken over a fifteen hundred hours worth of footage, and they just put the exact you know look that they want to choose for that exact comment it was just it was so vague we don't know the context of it and then now there's all these pictures of deandre actually smiling with everybody and like i'm I'm happy to be here i i don't i just don't care i just I, don't care the, the the good thing was that all, all of this blew up and i listened to the sun's champ session podcast when void oh there he um, is hold on guys did the yeah, you kill you kill that spider man? Kill I'm him. gonna go get that um, bastard. The um, Voider <laughs> actually said that. Going to get walking. something to kill it with, not his hand. <laughs> walking. <laughs> yeah, Who wait, kills a spider wait. with their hand? You psychopath. That's that's what we did. That's I mean, weird. That's what Australian. we do in Australia. We don't do that in America. It's what we do in Australia. You guys are gross. Pick it up. Put it outside. Um, Pick it up. Yeah. Why not? Well, it's not. I'm not going to hurt you that bad. Um. Voida said that DA was happy and smiling and everything before he walked in. And let's be honest, the media over there has given him that much shit for that many years that I'm not surprised that he was short with them. Yeah, dude. Like, how about this? DA saw all the dudes that shit on him all off season and was like, hey, fuck you guys. Ooh, big uh, surprise. Lost, That's what I would lost do. He'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. No, that's it. I, I think that's that. That's what DA's doing, and good for him. He doesn't need to sit there and entertain media. They're not going to respect him. Why should he? Why should he give a shit about them? I would. I would treat them the same way. Yeah. Treat the people that care about you and that you care about, like his teammates, the way that you that the way that you act normally. And if if someone if people are dicks to you, then be dick back. Yeah. I have I'm no great. qualms with it, and I mean. Everyone's like, oh, DA, he doesn't take shit seriously. Well, he's serious now. And now yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's not and, Yeah, now everyone's giving him shit for being serious. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? 
Oh, Monty didn't talk. Dude, he's a grown ass man. See, why and that's, that, that, that is the exact same thing I thought about Jay Crowder when he was coming out. And I forgot to mention this. Like, every one of us plus their mom included Jay Crowder in a trade for Kevin Durant. Like, he was the yeah. obvious throw in, yeah. right? Yeah. So now he comes out and is like, I want to be traded. And everyone's like, I don't like Jay anymore. He's <laughs> my best friend. What an, what an asshole. How dare he? Like, come on, man. We, like, we, uh, shady, I guess. we shady more the love in the world. Yeah. Do you remember when we were in the sun shop together and the only Valley jersey, the Rally the Valley jersey I could find was the Jay Crowd Jay one? Crowder, well, yeah. I'm holding it up. We're both looking at it going, he's going to get fucking traded. Bought it anyway. <laughs> yeah. it's, the only, it's the only way you can get a Phoenix jersey with nines on it these days. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and the, just just for those listening, Just Sports released the uh, Sunburst uh, pre-order today and the Aussie, Aussie Suns fans chat group has sprung into action. We're getting a massive combined order and just going to somehow get around everything and get it sent over here, which that'll be fun. Normally I yeah. would get in on that. Uh, yeah. But... Um, Wait, okay. are you really? Yeah, we are. Yeah, no, they oh, are. I thought like you weren't allowed to get that shit in Australia. No, we're not, but somebody's found a way around it. So um, Either we're all going to get sunburst jerseys or someone's going to make a heap of money without giving us sunburst jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> One of those two things will happen. All right, training camp so far. Um, I think well, we sort of touched on it. Um, <laughs> yes, use code SUNSJAM for 15% off. Um, which, the... which they got after I talked shit about Just Sports publicly, just for the record. <laughs> You're welcome, Voida. <laughs> um, Nate, how does an Aussie become a GCU fan? Oh, that's simple. It's Dan Marley's. It's it's a it's all about Dan Marley. That's that's what it is. Sun's training camp. It should, uh, hold on, a, that should be a Central Michigan Chippewas jersey. Yeah, no, this excuse is, you. This is literally one of. The, so, so last time we all did this, we got together. I wore all my all Marley stuff. Like um, you worked there. Yeah, because we were going there, and I wanted to get free shit. And me and Gav went there, and we got so much free shit. So we I'm got just wearing so the free much shit. free shit. <laughs> Rock on. So this is Rock literally, on. this. they gave me this at Marley's. And I love it. It's that's, my next, so, that's my next jersey so, purchase is Marley. So so a heads up for that. We uh, Yeah, we went to Marley's and basically sat there from 12 o'clock until 12 o'clock 12 midday <laughs> until 12 a.m. And the co-owner came out and went, you guys are from Australia. Here, have some free shit. And we got signed basketball, shoes, jerseys, like yeah, a heap of it's stuff, and, and a couple of great prints that I lost at the airport because lost, I lost. So all we got to do is talk with Matt. an accent, sit in Marley's for twelve hours, and we get free shit. Correct. Well, you got you got to learn to drink cool. like us too. But yeah. yeah, you do. Our bill, our, our bill was <laughs> our, our bill was quite high. Our bill was quite high. Um, Hey, I, so hey that, one, that one day we went out and I bought you guys drinks. I was shocked. I was like, "This is this is a lot easier than I thought it was going to be." Thank you. Ooh, <laughs> fighting words. That was the chicken wings joint, wasn't it? That was. Or was the this uh, wings first time, yeah. first day at uh, Talking Stick? Oh yeah, that's right. I, I I'm not too sure. Twice. God, I'm a nice guy. Lest <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anybody um, say differently, because some people say I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. <laughs> something for a different pod, <laughs> guys. Very much so. Everyone, Sorry. Everyone's everyone's seen the highlights of training camp. Comments, anything, let's go. Were they highlights, were they? 
<laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be quick too. I've been so busy this week. I haven't seen shit from training camp. Evan, besides pictures, try besides pictures try of and smiling. Uh, again, uh, I just don't care. But the one thing that really, really intrigued me, the one thing was learning about how far ahead they are from last year and learning that they're putting new stuff in, different stuff in. That's the stuff I care about. You know, I've seen the everybody like doing shots and all that stuff. And it just training camp just doesn't matter because they don't put in the work like it's an NFL training camp or an Aussie rules training camp. Or Sorry, excuse me. Um, because it's an 82 game season, it's eight months, like training camp is just a way to start loosening everything up, you know, start, start get the feathers ruffled a little bit and, you know, he just start competing a little bit more. It, it, it just really doesn't move the needle for me because it's so preliminary at this point. And the questions that we need answered, we're not going to know until halfway through the season. Like, is Monty going to be the type of coach that can actually adjust to things now, right? Because he's been outplayed in two different playoff series. Things like that I care about. The stuff that we're seeing in training camp is very just minute to me because it's not going to matter two three months down the road. Just in my opinion, as long as there's not an injury, knock on wood. Nice. Hold on. There's people yelling too. It's birds. The zoo. Yeah, I got I got four kids, man. They're gonna yell. It's what they do. Um just one more example of how on fire John Voider is tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's just using the word cunt now to use it. Jeez. All right, uh, and he has a question for us. Monty Silverbeard, thoughts? Chef's kiss. Handsome. Handsome. Uh, is... Wise. Uh, Nate, Nate hasn't seen it, so... Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm familiar. But I just uh, Again, that was a media day thing where they zoomed in on it. But uh, I, I, I'm still with all the, the feathers and the and uh, coming out with, uh, with Evan. <laughs> I'm just—it's great. I'm just so glad our platform could could assist. You, you be it. you be careful there in Salt Lake City, dude. Okay. It gets dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, our next segment is <laughs> our next segment. I'm, I'm just going to keep moving this along now. Um, random sons. This is a new segment we started a little while ago. I expect with two special guests, they'll be able to oh, clean God. sweep this. We have six. Uh, I've gone six gone because six. it is a special edition. Have you have you all got a pen and paper? I feel like I'm going to be losing this week. Those of you in the chat, those of you in the chat, please wait. You've used all the until, obvious ones. Please wait until we start to go through and get the answers before giving these guys answers and giving them an out. Are you guys ready? Ready. Here we go. <laughs> And you can tell I rushed that because the third one had his fucking name on it. I was going to say that. I'm like, well, I know I'm getting one, and that's all I'm getting. (laughs) The third one had his name on it. My God. 
I've done so well. Um, okay. <laughs> first first Phoenix Sun random player. Justin, who was it? I have no fucking clue, dude. I didn't know they I, were going to go like immediately like that. I didn't have time. <laughs> I don't remember what it looked uh, like. Do you want me to run it again? I'll run it again. Run it one more yeah, time. One more time. I'll run it one, oh, one more oh. time. You ready? Here we go. Uh, by the way, don't look at the name on the third one. Okay. <laughs> All right, how'd we go this time? Still shit. Justin, who was the first one? No clue. No clue. Evan? No clue. Nate? No. I almost said Shannon Brown and then I think that. (laughs) Anyone in the chat know who that was? Too late. It was AJ Price. Who was number two? Oh, sure. Who was number two? I wrote down, uh, nope. Evan? I don't. Uh, something Morris. You read the back of the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got too. That was Chris Morris, formed a backcourt with uh, Steve Nash for a while. Uh, number three, ooh, Danny Shays. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, I don't know who that was. Uh, number four, Earl Clark. I, Justin. I, yeah, I was going to say Earl Clark. I couldn't remember which order it was. Nate? But... Yeah, no, I didn't get that. No. no I, I've, got, I've a... got a consistent answer. It's rolled the way through now. It was it was absolutely <laughs> Earl Clark. Number five. Nicely done, gentlemen. Y- you know, I don't remember. Like, Nap, I don't remember the picture itself, but the number just popped in my head, and I'm thinking this now. That wasn't Armand Gilliam, was it? Evan. Kenny Gattinson. Uh... Nate. I've still got uh, nope. <laughs> it, it was it was Kenny Gaddison. I, yeah, only, I that... only know that because I had his card. Like I had a random son's card and I kept all my son's players in one little sleeve. And that's the only reason I know that. When he said the name, I was like, that was him. And I don't know why I thought that was him. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. I... I originally thought Andrew Lang for some reason. Same era as Gillian. Hmm. R.I.P. Mm. By the way, Armin Gillen. and number six, mm. Justin Taylor Gl- Taylor Griffin, Evan. No, Blake's brother. I I literally <laughs> looked at that and said it looks like Blake Griffin, but then I wrote down nope, sir. <laughs> nope, Griffin. <laughs> it was Taylor Griffin. Well done, well done. I think Evan takes the uh, takes the award there, though. That was fun. Yeah, Kenny, to get one. Kenny Gattinson at, at Atkinson? Gattinson? 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 Gattinson. Yeah. He's now my brother. 18th favorite Suns player ever just for that. I do. I, I will accept uh, Blake Griffin's brother as an answer. <laughs> um, all right. Thumbs up, thumbs down. We only have three of them. So let's give it a go. Uh, Evan, you haven't done this before. Basically, how it works, we ask the question, you give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and then we talk about it after all Hold of the answers. On. I got yelled at earlier before the pod because I asked a question. You said it had to be a statement. You just said you asked a question. Yeah, Gav does tend to change the rules every week. And, uh, we... 
<laughs> and that's what happens remember, when you get out of line. Remember, yes. I have completely, control. completely deserved. Do I not challenge Gav. <laughs> All right. Question one. Sava will sell the team before the season ends. Justin. Oh. Thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs down. Evan, I am also a thumbs down. Boring start. Rebounding will be our Achilles heel again this season. Justin. Thumbs down. Nate. Thumbs down. Evan. I am also a thumbs up. The Suns will sell for over $3 billion. Haven't we already established? Justin. (laughs) Like, yeah, for sure. Just the Suns, not the Suns and Mercury, just the Suns. (laughs) No, no. Thumbs down. Oh, well then, yeah. It's like $4 million then, I think, right? (laughs) Nate. Can we make um, it? Four, can we make it four billion? So maybe okay, it's four one billion. Down. <laughs> it's, okay. it's one. The it's Suns one will business. sell for over it's four billion. I'm still saying thumbs up. Thumbs right, down I'll go down, Evan. And I'll go I down. Will also go down. All right, there are three questions. Saba will sell before the season ends. We all went thumbs down. Why, Evan? Uh, just too many. It's a huge, huge thing to overcome in eight months. A huge, huge sale. I mean, houses. I mean, you have a hard time getting forty-five to sixty days of just a house for a regular guy. So I think selling an actual sports franchise that's arguably going to be the biggest ever. Uh, that's just going to take time to get all your eyes dotted, T's crossed, and all that, all that stuff. I mean, hell, the University of Utah was in talks with Pepsi for two years to get them as a sponsor to somehow, some way, not show any type of blue in their logo at the U because, you know, blue is BYU and University of Utah is red. So they had to find a way to creatively get red. I mean, it's 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 little shit like that that will take time that we won't know about. It's gonna It's going to take time. I think we'll have a clue of who it is, though. I think we'll definitely know who the highest bidders are at that point. Night. I mean, everything yeah, just got said, but I mean, if I've been in working for companies that get bought out and even the final sale date and the transition phase takes years, there's no way this gets done that quickly. Justin. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to have to take some time. I mean, you're first, you're going to have to find a buyer. You might have to find a buyer that's putting together a group. And you're going to have to go through the transaction process, all the documentation, and, and you have to get approval too. The, the the NBA, the rest of the governors, you still have to get three quarters uh, vote for for a, a transfer like that. So they're going to have to have a meeting. All, all that kind of stuff is going to come into play. So <laughs> I, I think it's going to take more than the season. Um, but look, maybe it won't. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, no, because again, it would be nonsensical. Maybe behind closed doors, Robert Starver already has somebody, you know, that, that he's been talking to. But that wouldn't make sense because, right. again, then why would he let the report come out? So. No, I hope it's faster. It'd be great to put it behind us, but I think it'll take time. Yeah. Uh, big organization, all of the, everything you guys said, it's just going to take some time. So when we win the championship next season, Sava could still be the owner and probably will be. 
But he will be but suspended, he'll be suspended. And, and, and he cannot hoist yeah. said trophy. Yeah, correct. Which 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 would be just as poetic, good. poetic justice. It'd be it'd be fantastic to not have him there. Although his replacement, uh, from everything I read, is just as big a dickhead. Wait, what? Oh, the, the guy that the, the guy the replacement governor, governor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, uh, that's a weird situation too. Why? Like, I, why I, was he allowed I, frankly, to choose his own successor? Well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get to choose. He had a say in it. I don't have an issue with him having a say in it because at the end of the day, he is still the managing member of that entity. But like to make it be literally like the guy that Sarver would probably choose. Like you, you got to give something there, right? Like. It seems like it was less input and more, to your point, Gav, him choosing, and and yeah. that that that's that's bizarre. But yeah, yeah, agree. Maybe maybe Sarver was like, "I'll sell if you let this guy run it for a year," I, which would be weird too. Which would be really disconcerting, actually, if that happened. So I'm not going to think about that. No, probably let that one go. Um, rebounding will be our Achilles heel again this season. So you two went thumbs down. So I'm going to let uh, Justin, you can go first. Well, your question assumes that I believe it was the Achilles heel last season, which I don't because I believe that was COVID. Okay. Second, we're just going to make all of our shots this year. So we'll fuck, fuck rebounding, whatever. So we're going to go all fucking Kevin Porter Jr. at Houston where they don't need to play defense. They're just going to steal the ball and score. Yeah. We'll I mean, we might miss a couple shot. shots, yeah. but they'll miss yeah. more. So we'll be fine. Okay, so who's going to rebound when they miss? When what? When the other team misses for us to go on oh, offense. Who's going to rebound? Well, maybe it'll just be a, you know, a team rebound, ball bounce out of bounds. That's how we'll get our wins. I like it. Okay. See, I got covered. Nate. Nate. Well, so what was it? You and, you and Evan both went up thinking it's still going to be our biggest uh, problem this year. I, I, I said it'll be an Achilles heel, yeah. Achilles, yeah, I, 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 I failed to see yeah. that we're going to go uh, another year um, repeating the same mistakes. Something has to get addressed. You know, there's, I, I just don't see it, uh, especially with all the jock love I bring to the table. You know, he's going to fill the, he's going to fill that void. Yeah, he's going to get all those minute, boards. Any three minutes a game, yeah. We, we're we, I, I put a bit of weight in the fact that we rested two between seasons. Like the last two years have been back to back. Guys have been tired. They'd, maybe there's a bit more hustle going to show this year. Maybe they're going to put a bit more importance on not the number of wins, but playing the right way. Evan, why is rebounding going to be an Achilles heel again? Look, I think the first few years of DeAndre Ayton's career, he had an innate Ben Wallace attribute. And that was, just like Dennis Rodman, was able to get in the correct position. So he really didn't have to do a lot of things when it came to rebounding because he was already in the correct position. Shots going up in the corner, he's on the opposite side of the rim. I mean, same thing goes for the wing. He, that, he just he gravitated toward that spot. And so he was just able to gobble up 11 like it was nothing, right? When it comes to Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, all those guys that we've had in the past, they're just sitting there ball watching. 
they everybody was watching the ball, even DeAndre Ayton towards the end last year, and 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 it, it kind of tended to be their their huge Achilles heel, where Jackson Hayes is getting rebounds over DeAndre Ayton, Jonas Valanciunas is eating Ayton alive underneath the rebound, and I question if we can go up against just from a rebounding aspect. How are we even going to go up against Portland when you have Jeremy Grant now you're you're starting four? Uh, and you have Nurkic, right? That's going to be tough. What is it going to be like going against Jackson Hayes, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, and a healthy Zion? What's it going to be like going against Steven Adams and Jaron Jacksons too when you have your second-best rebounder is is going to have to be Cam Johnson? If DeAndre Ayton can get back to that and have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder now, Ayton can easily average 13 to 14 rebounds next year. I'm talking easily, you guys, easily. Because he gets in position, if he fights for it, you're talking about unleashing a completely different part of this Phoenix Suns team. Just from a rebounding aspect, the problem is we j- we just don't know. We're just four guys just you know throwing shit on a wall and seeing what sticks. To be honest with you, we have no freaking idea what's being talked about, what's going on. But we're going to find out in the very first game when it comes to rebounding. We will find that out. That's for damn sure. And so for that reason, I think it's going to be a problem because I think there's going to be other teams that are bigger that can, I don't want to say manhandle us, but for lack of better terms, I'm going to say that. And the the only other issue I would be would be uh, secondary ball handling once Book and Chris Paul are are not the primary ball handlers. So that's what I got. Uh, Yeah, I agree, 100%. Uh, I, I think probably our second unit is going to be better on the boards. Our first unit, we have DA, and that's about it. Um, outside of that, uh, our second unit, if we start throwing Jock and um, Saric in at the same time, probably be, be better on the boards. But um, it's, I, I still think it's a concern for us, and it certainly was last season. So we'll see what how that comes out. Um, we've got to get through the next one quickly because we do have a special guest who's joined us. Um, the Suns will sell for over $4 billion. I think, uh, who else? Who who went where? Justin was the only one up when you uh, yeah. re- re- restructured uh, yeah. the $4 billion threshold. Yeah, I mean, didn't the, the clips went for like 2-4? Yeah, Almost two, a decade ago? Yeah, yeah you're right. Be a thumbs, thumbs up, thumbs down on my uh, my man bun. That's that's a good point there. Oh, never mind. I, I just saw him comment about me. I don't know about that. Nice. I have thought about trying pigtails, Voida. Maybe I will. <laughs> so uh, let's we'll answer this quickly. What do you think they'll go for? Four point what, Justin? Oh, geez. Four, 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 four billion nine. and one dollar. Okay. Evan? 3.8. 3.8 bills. Ooh. Nate? Oh, this is this is what we're doing now. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> lowball it. This is the way to move I'll, it quickly. I'll 3.6. Yeah, I think 3.6. 3.6 is going to be the way. Voida, he's all over 4.3. So, uh, One dollar. No, no matter what happens, um, let's be honest, the Suns are going to break a record. For uh, for a sale price, yeah. Until the next one gets sold, right? Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. All right, we do have a special guest, so I'll bring him in now. Boy, <laughs> what's happening, my man? Hey, hey, what's going on, buddy? Can you hear me? Okay, 
We can, mate. We can. Better I love than your ever. Hat. Your boyfriend's with us, Justin. Does it mean my boy here? Can you see him? You see oh, beautiful. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm having some beers at a 40th, bashing around. It was a bit of a late start, so we um fucking around getting five kids all, all together to come to this party. And um, that's why I'm still got one hanging off the front of you. <laughs> I got one hanging is there, off. Is, is there like a minimum child requirement in Australia? Because I feel like, you know, that must be why Nate left because he, he didn't have the kids. Or like, you got to leave now. You don't have at least four kids. Oh, mate. No, I'm keen to go for a couple more. I want um, I wanted twins, but um, the missus. Well, if you have, if you have three more, they'll let they let Nate back into the country. I hear. <laughs> Boyd's Boyd's almost got an entire basketball team, but this is a great crossover. He's gone drinking the beers. Great crossover. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. <laughs> Who do we want to have a beer with this week? Don't drip on the kid's head. <laughs> I, I was going to say, this is literally a Gretchen Wilson country song right now. Good thing this is an Australian podcast. I don't know I if did, this is legal I in America. Be, I did a beautiful transition. Um, Boyd, who do you want to have a beer with this week? Mate, um, mate I want to have a beer with Lauren Jackson, our uh, our Aussie, Aussie Opal. She came back for uh, to... to um, Represent Australia for the uh, Opals, of course. At what is she? 40, 42 years old. Forty-one. Forty-one. Forty-one years old. Yeah, and she's she's just um, hung her hung her boots up or her shoes up. So um, yeah, I want to have a beer with Lauren and just talk about it, mate. She had a she had a family that, and then came back to playing uh, um, you know high grade basketball. So yeah, good on her, mate. She's our pride and joy. So um, that's why I'm having a beer. Love it, mate. I have no idea where you're walking to, but I love it. <laughs> Nate. Careful on the side of the road have, there. Nate, who do you want um, to have a beer with? I'll have to provide some context after I say, but the um, the Ned's Street Talk crew here at F1. So uh, in, in, in Singapore right now is the big F1 weekend, and they've got uh, a Ned's Street Talk crew that are filming and walking around with a mo- microphone, the biggest flog in F1. And they're interviewing people, the drunk guys, to find out who who the biggest flog is uh, in the drivers, in the pits. And some of it's quite funny. So they're here. I figure I had a beer with them. I'd have a good laugh. And I'd probably get a better answer to the next bit with the uh, flog of the week. Evan, who would you like to have a beer with? I I have to have one with Jock Landell at this point. (laughs) Oh, fuck Jock. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine why he won't come on the pod, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, tell man. him you said that while we're having a sweet beer together. <laughs> oh, I'm totally coming on your guys' pod. Wow. <laughs> He's never coming Justin, on <laughs> Justin, who, who do you want to have a beer with? Uh, you know what? Boys, I'll say baby. This. I'll say, I'm going to say one of the guys in the chat here. It's not Voida. Sorry. I love you, buddy. I'm say Sundress. You know why? I don't know, but just because I, I, I like the guy. He called and he called Dan a maga nut, which I thought was fucking hilarious. So <laughs> sign me cool, up. Let's, let's let's have a beer and talk about my maga nut buddy. <laughs> no, but for real, I I, I really Boy, did take I, it political. Love it. He, he's down there. He, he's here in the chat. Maybe he's not here anymore. I don't know. But no, he's still. I, here. I do enjoy he's his interactions. 
he he also likes to give me a little bit of shit from time to time, which I appreciate, which I appreciate. Yeah. But he you also that, is a reasonable that, guy because he pulled into lot. Because he knows I'm he because he knows I'm a bit of an asshole, but he also I feel feel like gets that I'm not really an asshole, right? There it is. Let's go, Sunderus. Next time you're in Arizona, brother, we're doing it. Or if I ever wherever you live, I don't know where that is. I'll be for me, for me, based on today and clearly based on the beers he's already had, um, I want to have a beer with Voida. Uh because these <laughs> these Jocklandale these Jocklandale nicknames uh he is on fire right now. And he's also managed to use the word cunt on at least six occasions in the chat. He's really held up the quality of this broadcast. Yep. I, I would prefer to have a couple shots and then a beer with Voida. I think that's the that's the correct way to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with that. Um, okay. Let's roll in. Don't be a flog. Boyd, who's your flog of the week? <clears throat> the entire cast of uh, Wind Horses podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on about guys' rates in Phoenix and um, the fact that we're, oh, is it fucking McMahon or some, some prick like that? But they're on there talking about the fact that, you know, we're, they're backing us to go unders on the line that we are for wins this season. I was like, fuck off, man. But yeah, fuck it. Fuck that whole crew. Um, that whole fucking wind horse, McMenamin or whoever the fuck he is. Yeah. Getting on there, just talking up, talking us down. National media, as soon as they get a fucking chance, these pricks are fucking right on us. They're fucking right on us, right? They're fucked up. Flogs. God, I'm so happy Boyd came. Wow. Um, <laughs> Nate, who's your flog of the week? Uh, yeah. Mine's going to be a bit of a cop-out. but I, I mean, every time I think about it, I keep coming back to Jay, but at the same time, I just want to have a, a beer with him as well, pat him on the back and say, it's going to be all right, buddy. Settle down. <laughs> so that's your flog? or Yeah, he's still a flog this week. Yeah, right. I, you know, I don't, I don't like the drama. I don't like tantrums. So, yeah, change your tampon, get over it. Evan? It's a tie between Mavericks fans and Brett Favre. Oh, I saw the Favre thing. All yeah. types of good stuff when you rob from the poor to give to the rich. All yeah. all good things happen there. Yeah. What a weird yeah, I saw that too. Like yeah, those are those are government monies. Like you don't think that's going to get discovered? Come on, bro. You couldn't yeah, get another uh, Gatorade sponsorship or some sort of Ben Gay sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, come on. Sure, surely that right? dude. Those terrible jeans commercials a few years ago. Yeah, that dude Walmart. Made and all to build a and all to build a volleyball stadium at his kid's school. <laughs> he's he's surely made enough money that he doesn't have to rob poor people. Well, shows what God, you know. God only knows what he do with that money, right? Justin, brilliant birds. <laughs> you, you were pretty excited about this. Who's your flog of the week? You know, I was, and it's funny because I had something in mind, and I'm like, I'm, I need to scroll through my Twitter feed to find it. And as I was, I discovered one that I think I'm actually going to go with because it's worse than the one I was looking at. Mine's Kim Mulkey. Do you guys know who she is? No fucking idea. She is the head coach of the women's Baylor's basketball team, which is where Brittany oh, Griner yeah. went, right? 
And she was asked during a, a press conference this week, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Brittany Griner situation. I don't think I've seen anything from you on that. And her response was, and you won't. You're a cunt. Wow. Go to fucking hell. Burn and you're a piece of shit. Didn't yeah. Brittany Griner play for her? Yes. yes. That's what he's saying, yeah. That's, Wait, is uh, she what was that point? Is she, is she a MAGA nut? Is she a MAGA? Oh, yeah. MAGA girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's I mean, I'll ask awful. Dan, but yeah, I think so. For this. Brittany Griner is literally in Russia for this. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. When, when that happened, by the way, I like tweeted something to that effect, like just for a vape pen. And somebody fucking replied to me. was like, actually, it was because there was marijuana in the vape pen. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> for fucking clarification. This is what's wrong so, with our world. How the just fuck to... is that exchange, that prisoner exchange not been done? Like, because yeah. we don't want to give probably up because they want like, a for him, for psychopath, her. and we're like, uh... yeah, an actual psychopath rather than someone who's uh, smoking a vape pen. Six foot eight center for the American team. Yeah. In in saying that too, though, um, marijuana in a vape pen illegal here. So when you guys do come out visit us, just don't bring your don't bring your marijuana I, vape pens. I have my and, medical and, card. And don't let and don't here. let Nate have any edibles. Yeah, don't, don't, don't never again, don't. never again. We're not allowed to talk about that story of Nate and the edibles. Oh. Um, we'll talk about it off air. I'm curious. I have questions. <laughs> I oh, still have questions. All right, have... my my flog of the week. My flog of the week is um, uh, one of our Aussie Suns fans. It's uh, I, I hate to do this because I love you all, but Boyd Crawley rocking up to the fucking podcast looking like an actor out of fucking The Hangover. <laughs> He's got his child fucking oh attached my God, to the front. Right. He's got his beers, stupid hat, stupid glasses. The fuck are you doing, boy? Who let, who it let does, the dogs It does out? look like an episode of Trousers right now. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, guess what? You look all exactly you, all... like Zach Galifianakis right now. <laughs> right, right. All your soothing voices have put my baby to sleep. I've um, I've down two beers. I'm vaping, walking down a fucking busy road, and uh, Rather you guys are here right here. <laughs> you guys are talking shit, and my baby just went to sleep with all this sort of shit going on. Great, great. I think he's doing fantastic. <laughs> I think you're winning life, and we need to learn from you. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I throw a second flog out? Cause I really want to throw my second one out. Yes. Yes. Go for it. I'm just going to, you know, and I'll be a little, a little, a little general. Pretty much every media member that has said, you know, you shouldn't read into body language and then writes a fucking article about how DeAndre Ayton's not smiling. Fuck off. Okay. And then there's pictures every single day of him smiling with his teammates. That's my favorite part. Yeah. And I love, I love, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Espo continuously tweets like DeAndre Ayton's really unhappy in, in those pictures. I, oh, yeah. I love, he, I love heel Espo. He's my favorite. <laughs> I, you know, Gavin, yeah. I had a few questions for you guys. If you had any other segments, let's get to that. I just want to point I out that Justin that. said the word flog and little general in the same sentence. I didn't think that could be left unsaid. Yeah, so. 
Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Oh well, it's uh, the the pod for it now with you coming out. I'm gonna. And, uh, I'm gonna you know what's amazing? I don't even place. listen to myself. Jesus. I didn't know it said that. <laughs> I'm gonna open it up for your questions, Evan. But before I do, those of you in the chat that are supporting Boyd right now, you make me sick. My <laughs> being, I can't see the chat. I mean. Oh, it, oh, Boyd, Boyd, no, everyone Boyd, said Boyd, Boyd called you a national treasure, and he is one thousand percent correct. I am. I would I agree. Sunday says you finally looked grown up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's here's the opportunity. Evan, go Australia. I, I, I got like I got like two or three, and it all has go to do with it. Australian basketball. Who is the best Australian basketball player to ever come out of Australia? Lauren Jackson. Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, this is debatable because I'm a bit of a historian on this. So I'm, I like Shane Heal and Andrew Gay's days because they really hey. put Australia. They put Australia on the map. I don't even know so. those names. When when were they so, come out? That's well, no disrespect. What Shane Hill played? Shane Hill played for the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, okay. back in the Barkley era. He's the one that picked um, the fight with Barkley at the Olympics, wasn't it? Correct. No shit. Awesome. Yeah, he, fought, he fought. He fought um, Barkley at the Olympics. Is he the one that got thrown out of like a glass wall or something like that? Remember that, Justin? There was the whole no, Phoenix scandal out of a window. At, no, that was a bar. Barkley threw a dude through a plate glass window at a bar. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was not Shane Hill. Shane Hill fought <laughs> Charles Barkley on a basketball court, but Andrew Gaze. <laughs> Andrew Gaze was the groundbreaker for Australian basketball. Yeah. So Can we talk was, about though how bad it would Spurs. be to throw somebody through a pane glass window? That'd be. We're talking sweet. about Andrew Gase right now. We're not talking sorry. about that <laughs> samurai. <Justin. laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, he's uh, yeah. So Andrew Gase played for the Spurs. Um, actually, during the titles with Tim Duncan. Yeah, ha um, Hamo speaks. Uh, yeah. Andrew Gase, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he is literally a national treasure when it comes to basketball. He did he did win a chip in the NBA, but so did Paddy Mills and Aaron Baines for the Spurs. And, um, so yeah, Luke Longley yeah. won with the Bulls. And yep, there you are, the real mm -hmm. Bulls go. Yeah, yep. Um, so there's there's been a lot of great Australians, but when it comes to actual impact, I mean, Lauren Jackson won a league MVP in the WNBA. Um, oh. Was just a superstar. So you're saying she's better than Michelle Timms? Yes. Yes. Shameful. As an actual player? Shameful. As a player, yes. Michelle uh, Timms was a great Timms, leader, though. Michelle Timms was great. Um, uh, uh, Penny Taylor, obviously, at uh, yeah. the Love Phoenix Penny. Mercury. Outstanding. So we've had some we've had some fantastic um, exports that have gone out there. Okay. Right now, right now the most loved. Um, someone put in the comment before. I'll find it. Patty Mills is the most loved Australian right now. There is no doubt about it. Just his work with um, Indigenous people in Australia, um, and he he was just recently here. Everybody in Australia loves Paddy Mills. They don't even care where he plays. That's where he was, was, he was, was the flag bearer about... at the Olympics. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I was yeah, going to ask right. about uh, Andrew Bogut being a number one pick, and I forgot about Dante Exum as well, too. Right. Yeah, so Wait, Andrew, a, lot of, a lot of Andrew, people hate Andrew Bogut. Yeah, Andrew Bogut's <laughs> a little bit split out here so there's a lot of people that like him a lot of people that hate him um he was a fucker. great he was a great player but that that first injury he got where the horrific one off the dunk where he broke his arm and yeah shoulder and 
everything else. Um, basically stopped him from being our best export, I think. What uh, what what college did he go to? Um, good question. That's a good question, Cartman. I, I don't remember. Like, can, can I, I, know where, I know where I Andrew Gaze went. He went to Seton Hall. Go, jump yeah. in, First Justin. Step, University of Utah. Andrew Bogus is, um, is a is the Australian equivalent of a of a of a MAGA guy. He's fucking the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no, he Jesus. is. He is. Yeah, Which he is, is probably why University of Utah fans adore him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's why he went to school in Utah. Yes, um, well, along with along like, with a fantastic. Didn't he play with Sweet Man Porn? I mean, Keith Van Horn. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Andrew Bogut and Lizzie Cambage are pretty much the same out here with how much people like or hate them. Um, and they have their own personal rivalry and hate each other. So that's quite entertaining. There we go. Okay, next question. Who is the current star, if you will, of Australian basketball from Australia now? In the NBL? In the NBL. Oh, the biggest name in the NBL right now is Aaron Baines. Yeah, Aaron Baines has come back. But who's the yeah. next big thing, Nate? Who's uh, our next Josh Giddy? Well, uh, that depends I got on the next stars program. You go on. Cause... Kai Soto. Oh, you're Filipino he's, from he's the Adelaide 36ers. He's not Australian. He's not Australian. on the Adelaide 36ers sounds like a fucking future NBA star to me, baby. For the Washington Wizards, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> He'll slot in right anyway. next to uh, Ru- okay. Rui. Rui. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Yeah, right, boy. <laughs> Boyd's just <laughs> saying <laughs> hi to people. Not Australian the, friendly. No, so uh, this year the NBL's really exciting, actually. So, And if we look at Suns, we've got Aaron Baines has come back to the Brisbane Bullets. Um, Tyler Johnson is playing at the Brisbane Bullets. Brisbane Bullets. Um, uh, Big Source, Alan Williams, Brisbane is playing Sun. in the South. Hey, love Melbourne Yeah, Phoenix. buddy. Um, so, yeah, a, a few former sons have come down and playing NBL this year. Actually, Alan Williams plays tonight at 6 o'clock. I almost went down and watched the game, but I'm talking to you guys instead. That's better. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and is it only like 4 o'clock there? You got time. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. No. It's like 10 to no, it's, it's 10 to 4 here. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, the, the NBL the NBL should be a really, really good comp this year. And obviously we had Labello came down, played, um, and probably For three quarters of a season. <laughs> probably probably expanded his um draftability, probably pushed him up the board a little bit, playing in the NBL. And Josh Giddy, obviously, from Adelaide 36ers, who went pretty high and is Started his career quite well. Yeah. So, oh, George, Evan, the, uh, Larry Hesselman wow. that owns the NBL started the Next Stars um, sort of element of the NBL to fit that loophole, that one-and-done loophole, where the yeah. NBL qualifies mm-hmm. as uh, a place you can sit someone for a year and get them grown-up experience. So it, it's interesting each year to see which players come in and take those Next Stars spots. But this year has definitely been highlighted by the ex-NBA players coming back and multiple ones. Mm-hmm. Who was well, the who, who was the other guy that came in the same year as Mello and got drafted the same year? Jalen Green. No. 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 Um, he, he went to the New Zealand Breakers. He went to the New Zealand Breakers. He's in Orlando he at the, the moment. Hampton? He's in Orlando at the moment. He's Hampton. a guard. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah Hampton. Hampton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, was, who was the biggest uh, NBA or college star that came to the NBL, played in Australia, that Australians just took to, fell in love with, whatever term you want to use? Is there any anybody that came over there that everybody just gravitated to? Yeah. Yes. Oh, number of them. Leroy Loggins was one who went and played Leroy. in Brisbane. Um, Leroy. Copeland, <laughs> shut up, boy. <laughs> Leonard Copeland. Leroy Who came, who came to Melbourne. Um, Daryl McDonald, who also came to Melbourne, was quite popular. Dave Simmons, Ben's dad, was very, very oh. popular. Um who else was there? Scott Fisher was extremely popular. Played at multiple NBL teams down here and ended up out at Perth. There's a Phoenix Mel- Melbourne Melbourne Thomas, Butch Hayes. Butch Hayes. Butch Hayes was extremely popular down here. Uh, Bryce CJ, Cotton. CJ Bruton. I know Bryce Cotton. That's the first one you said I know. Yep. Bryce, Bryce Cotton. Cotton. He he is basically an Australian now. He's like one. Yeah. He gets, I think he's due for citizenship and nationalization this year. Um, so he yes. reverts from being an international contract to a local contract in the NBL because he's been at Perth for so long now. But yeah, Bryce Cotton. They love him hey, there. You, they absolutely love him. You guys he's ever he's a, a star in the game. You guys ever hear a guy, a player down there, uh, Cameron Rigby? Does that name ring a bell? From like the 2000s. Not, Not really. really. That's all. What about Jahi Carson? No. <laughs> All right. Terry Dozier, what? Ricky Grace. It's Ooh, but... Hamo Speaks just laid a bomb. Josh Childress. Yeah, Josh Childress. He was Ooh, down here. Guy. Do you know who else was down here? Tori Josh. Craig. Josh. Oh, wow. Josh Childress. Bullets. There was a girl in my class in high school way up in Michigan. Uh, she played for USA Volleyball for the Olympics and every and everything. Um, and she married Josh Childress, of all people. All right. Yeah. Josh there Childress gave me the finger at the 2003 NCAA tournament. Good for him. What'd you do? I probably called him a pussy or something. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm, I'm sure I deserved it. Excellent. Are we going to talk about that Adelaide game while we're talking about Aussie basketball? I, I was just about to get there. Oh, good. But I was waiting for the question. This shit's been going on for nearly two just, hours. Just two hours in, we're going to get to a anybody, game. Anybody else, anybody else got any Aussie questions? Oh, no, I'm good. Justin, Evan, no, you're good. All right. Tomorrow, your time, yes? No, two days. No, Sunday, your time. Monday, our time. Um, The Suns do play the Adelaide 36ers. Um, Is any of our starters actually going to play in that game? Hope not. (laughs) I just want to see Kai Soto. And we're clearly going to see Jock Landau. Oh, for sure. You'd have to, yeah. Um, we're gonna probably, we're gonna see a dynamic duo of Dwayne Washington and Frank Jackson. We won't. I think they Why may start Jock against they the Aussie, may. right? I think they may. Yeah, we won't see Josh Akogi. Um, You guys, you heard that story. He's done a hammy. Yeah, out for yeah. three weeks, four weeks. Yep. Um, but yes, tomorrow thirty six. Oh, Sunday your time. Monday our time. Thirty sixes. Is everyone like just fucking stoked that NBA basketball's back, even if it's a preseason? Like, I'm stoked that the 2K League Pass code worked. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, I got that. I, I've never had League Pass before because, you know, well, you know, our sons. 
but I got I got it with two K. I'm stoked. It works too. Yep. Hey, you'll uh, when you're watching the game, uh, mostly you, Justin. Have a watch a guy called Rob Franks. He's okay. very very self confident. He played for the Bullets as well, and he, he he's been summer league, and he, he's like that almost there, almost there. He always tries so hard when he's on a a public platform. Should be interested to see if he, he tries to over overreach in that game. I, thinking I, I, will, he's... I, I will I will keep an eye out for that. You know those guys that try just that a little bit exactly too hard. He's, yeah. just, he's just like chucking everything up. He's like, I'll, I'll listen, good. Listen, but, hey, you know. hey, listen, you two, you two, you can keep continue this conversation when the pod's off air. Evan, you pumped? Is anybody else just? I don't want to say worried, <laughs> but just a little bit worried about like we're not going to be that one seed we we might get bounced out in the first round this year like all all those questions is anybody else worried because i gotta be honest that october 19th game opening against the mavs i'm not i'm not stoked right now and i don't know why 120 if we lose lose to the mavs i'm gonna smash my tv Ooh, now i kind of want us to lose (laughs) <laughs> just one game might be worth it guys I don't it's... know if you guys have touched on it yet but do you realise we're going to see DeAndre Ayton like fucking backing cunts down in the paint and just fucking dunking on we're going to see the old school Shaq come back in... hey, hey you can't you can't say that mate Voida, Voida thinks he just does layups what what does Voida think he just does layups <laughs> No, mate, we we are good. We are good. We got we are going to all these naysayers are going to um eat eat their own words, eat their hats, or however we want to say it. But yeah, no, we're good, man. We're gonna fucking we're gonna smash it out. I I think I, I'm more worried that I want to see that business like approach. You win one game, yeah. you walk off the court, on to the next one. Like move on to the. Next I just one. don't. Yeah. I just don't want all that shit of working out after the games coming up and all that shit coming out you know what i mean i'm i just have i have questions that i want answers to that, that that's that's the latent that's the only thing that i can say joshua gonna shoot 40 plus from the three-point line how about that as a hot take did you say 40 wow. percent from the three-point line 40 percent that is a very hot take yeah, who has a four, who four, has a higher pursuit shooting percentage from three, Cameron Payne or Josh Akogi? Well, I'd say uh, Cameron Payne, campaign because Josh Akogi's terrible from the three point line. <laughs> Nowhere right now, but I'm just saying in our system, Akogi is going to fucking light it up. Trust me, he is going to have he is like going to have some of he's going to have some of the greatest. Junk time minutes we've ever seen from any player. <laughs> I don't care how um, forty have it. Um, it uh, it serves me. Honestly, honestly, you need to stop walking because no one can hear, and I'm just about <laughs> to boo you. <laughs> yeah, let's All get right. this done. <laughs> All right, uh, last comments, Boyd. I'll let you have your last comments while you're walking around with your child. Where can we find you? What's your last comments? Buds eighty three. Sorry, I'm late, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll catch you all on Twitter somewhere. Nate. Yeah, ciao. I've got nothing left. I'm tired of this. This has been going for too long. 
<laughs> it's been great to see Justin and Evan. Though, Dude, it's 11 o'clock here. <laughs> Although Evan. this is when we usually start recording Fanning the Flames. Yeah. Yeah. Evan. Hey, my where do, kid where went do we find our last comments? My my kid went to bed early. It's midnight. I'm four beers deep. I'm having a grand time. Uh, last comments on the Phoenix Suns. Oh, just don't shit the bed. <laughs> there you go. Pay that. Justin. I'm so happy you let me go last. At so says Jay on Twitter. You can follow our pod at Fan the Flames NBA. I think that's what it is. Follow my co-host at, 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 at Dervish of World. At, I don't know what Dan's is. We don't have YouTube. He has a because, number one on it. You know. At, de- yeah, at there's, there's a one. At Thank you very much. And I'll say this. To offset the perhaps you could perceive it as negativity that I just heard. 4-0 final sweep championship parade. It's going to be a fantastic fucking season, boys. It's going to be what is it going to be? Revenge legendary. season or legendary? Legendary. I'm done. Oh, and yeah. of course, you can find our you can find our pod at Aussie Suns fans or myself at Guess What Gav. Thank you for joining us. Thank you everyone in the chat for engaging tonight. Hope everyone enjoyed it, and we will see you all next time. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with a dish. D book on the corner with the swish. We the valley, hating with the dunk. Pulse rising, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing.